Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, our Heavenly Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We've reached the end. The end of Luke's journey. We started many, many months ago, almost about, actually a few weeks before we came to Seoul, you were already on the journey in Luke's Gospel. Luke's Gospel is special because it has a long narrative of Jesus traveling through Galilee and on his way to Jerusalem. In chapter 9, verse 51, says, Jesus set his face like flint, determined to go to Jerusalem with nothing to stop him. Today, the last day of the church year, we have these words from Jesus for us to close our meditation on Luke's gospel and on our journey with Jesus to Jerusalem, to the cross. It's a unique dialogue that Jesus has right at the very end of his life. I don't know about you, but sometimes when things are coming to an end, closed, over, done, we don't often have a very happy attitude or a positive outlook. It's just the end. Sometimes it's sadness. Sometimes there's weeping. That certainly was the case for Jesus as he was going to the cross. The women seeing the end of his ministry. They had followed him. They had heard him. They had served him. And now Jesus, he's being drugged away. He's, we thought he's our king. He's going to rule. He's going to take over. It's not turning out the way we thought. He's carrying a cross. And they're crying. They're weeping. Maybe you can relate. You've, I'm sure, shed tears over something that didn't happen as you thought it would. Didn't come out the way you wanted it to, didn't really reach the potential or the goal or the dream you had in mind. And yet we also know we have some things coming in our lives, our own end, our own death, and it's kind of scary to think about it's not something a lot of cultures like to talk about. We avoid it. We come up with ways to get around it, right? Come up with phrases to not mention it. Death, dying, the end, final. It's kind of a downer. But here, 
In the midst of this death, this end, Jesus offers us. And this criminal next to him, life. A future. Paradise. All of heaven. Galaxies. Beyond all wonder. Why? Malachi, uh, I don't know if you kind of resonated with those words that we read from the Old Testament. Mm. He kind of saw it the way it is. The people that work hard and try to do the right thing, they often get the short end of the stick, don't they? It often doesn't turn out really well for them. In fact, the guys that cut the corners or do this or do that, they seem to be always the one getting everything. And it's the one that's trying to follow the rules, do the right thing. Wow. And yet, here we see in Jesus what it really means to be the king of the Jews. And for us to contemplate right now why Jesus didn't heed the calls for him to come down. If you are the Christ, if you are the chosen one, well then, come down. Come down from the cross and we'll believe in you. We'll all believe in you. Now, maybe you don't think that's very tempting, but it's certainly way easier, right? Jesus just show us his power and his might, and we will believe. No questions asked. Right? But we won't love him. We won't know his love for us we won't know what it means to be a sinner and forgiven and so he stays on the cross i think to me this is what really spoke to the second criminal watching everything going on and hearing all these titles, King of the Jews, the Christ, the Chosen One. And yet Jesus isn't coming down. Why isn't he coming down? Why does he stay on the cross? Why did he determine to drink the cup of wrath? Why? Is it possible? He's doing it for me? Is it possible he's dying for me, for my salvation, to forgive me my sins? Could I be so bold to have, with my last breath, a prayer, a plea? Jesus, remember me. You are going into your kingdom. Your kingdom is coming, and I want to be a part of it. 
I want that more than life itself. Right? He didn't say, get me down. I'm, I'm getting what I deserve. I know it. I've come to a realization that I deserve even worse. This isn't even the, the worst of what I really need. And yet, Jesus, remember me. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. It is precious for us that at the end of the church here, we have Jesus' own words to us to be a strength to be something to hang on to when we meet all those little ends along our life. Those little disappointments, those little finalities that tell us and remind us the things we really deserve. Today, today you will be with me in paradise. The hope of heaven and the heaven of our hope. The joy that God has that awaits us. That we get to taste at the altar when we receive his true body and true blood. When we recognize that his cross is for us. To remove us from God's wrath and bring us out of darkness and into his kingdom of light. We see now the wicked and the just, not because of our deeds, but because of what he's done for us, that I now am forgiven and stand with him on the last day and will be remembered even as we are remembered now by God through the Holy Spirit by our Savior, Jesus. We're going to start Advent. It's a bit odd because we actually start where we left off. We're going to be focusing in Advent on Christ's coming. Coming again in glory and power and majesty. Just as we are ending this year, we begin anew with that same hope that same belief, that same faith that holds on to our Savior who died and rose again for you. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.